All right, Money Mitch Effect, episode five. We're just moseying right oh, along. Right. You've been on I three feel, of these. I feel like, I know, I almost feel like a celebrity. <laughs> you know, full-time celebrity guest, George Pinozian. He goes by Baby Jordy. Or I'm the Mitch gambler. Michaels, or the gambler. The gambler. Up and down this week with football and tennis. Oh, man, it's been a phenomenal weekend in sports, huh? Yeah, we've had some good, we, there have been some good wins, some bad beats. All right, before we get into the actual tennis recap here, um, we got to talk about one of the worst beats from a mutual friend of ours that we've ever, ever seen. Somebody had Djokovic to win a, a set 6-1. Oh, oh, yeah. He's serving against Mofis in the semifinal. He's serving 40 love. 5-1, 40 love. 5-1, 40 love. And I think the odds were set plus 750. I don't know. I'm not sure how much he put on it, but... Regardless, plus 750 would have been a nice hit. And he was texting, too, getting ready to celebrate. That's just, man, that, that was sucks. Really, that was really, really And it's sad. not a scrub. I mean, even 40 love, your odds of winning are amazing but on your cert. But it's Novak Djokovic. It's one of yeah, the best players that, of all time. Well, that was when the whole Monfi tactic, apparently, quote-unquote, tactic, I like to put, yeah. because I don't think that was a tactic. I really don't. I think that was his way after the match to cover up. Oh, we're going to get into yeah, that a yeah. little bit later. But, I, man, there's some gambling bad beats out there. That's about as brutal as it gets. That's, yeah. We've all been there, man. Yeah. You know. <laughs> all right, so U.S. Open in the books 2016. Not predictable. We have another U.S. Open that kind of doesn't, you know, go true to form. This time, though, you can make a case, whereas last year the women's was kind of off the radar. Both of them, not the intended result that we all expected. Definitely not. Um, well, I mean, I'm not going to pat myself on the back too much, but I did nail the final four pick for the men's side. Nailed it. Nailed it, yeah. Nice, Mitch. But let's Money talk. Mitch yeah, effect. I mean, I had to. Um, but let's talk about that men's final. Stan Wawrinka, I still call him Wawa. I mean, Wawrinka, Wawrinka. Nole versus Wawa. Nole, Nole versus Wawa. Wawrinka wins his third major in four sets. It's one away from a career slam. I'm just going to throw some numbers at you first, George. Three majors, only one Masters title, an Olympic gold medal, 31 years old, two gold, two majors after the age of 30, the only player in the open era to do that. Mm-hmm. 11 straight finals, 11 straight wins in finals. Stan Wawrinka, big money tennis. Oh, yeah. I think that last stat that you said stands out to me a lot just because, like, 11 straight finals... That's, that's, talk about now, being Mr. Clutch. Right now, I, I know that in that realm, it was three major finals, it was one Masters final, and it was, well, it was 500 and 250. So, sure. it wasn't the run of the mill that a Djokovic or a Federer or Nadal sure. has had. But it's still impressive. But it's man. still 11, damn impressive. 11 straight final wins. That's, that's, uh, you don't see a lot of players do that. And, and, and especially, you know, yesterday playing the number one player in the world, and sure, you know, Wawrinka's beat him before, so he had the confidence to, to do it again. But you, don't, you really don't see Djokovic kind of rattled like he was yesterday. No. And, and you can see just his facial expressions. And that's, that's why I almost love watching Djokovic when he's losing, because it's like it never so happens. He starts losing his mind. Yeah, and it never happens, and he starts yelling at his box. and Boris, yeah. And, like, yeah, Boris is just, like, scratching his belly, like, you just know, red as hell. Whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> just, like... Hair just getting blonder as the match goes on. Um, but, yeah, yeah, you know, and I think he's a huge, he's a big money player. He does raise his level of competition to who oh, he's absolutely. playing. Absolutely. But last night's game, last night's match, 
he was really digging in defensively. They made that point on ESPN. We've seen Stan play very inconsistent tennis at times, where you see it is on the defensive side. When somebody starts controlling a point or getting the advantage, a lot of times with Stan, when he struggled, you see him just kind of rip it. He's like, you know, I'm just going to rip this backhand. And, okay, even as players as good as him, they'll miss a lot of those shots. Mm-hmm. He was actually moving. He was oh, yeah. fighting to stay alive in the points and picking his spots better than I've ever seen him. And you, you mentioned it. That might have been the best match he's ever played in his life. This was a two-time major champion. Well, the thing is, is that it wasn't, obviously we all know that Stan's backhand is, is the one of the, if not the best in the game, but I, I was also impressed that he wasn't scared to go to his forehand. There were no. plenty of times where he would run around, he could have hit a backhand and he would just run around and hit a forehand. Right. And and you don't see that a lot in, in Stan. And Djokovic was just, he, he really had no answers before you want to get into the injury talk. But. Right, oh, we, uh, a little bit more before we get into that, but yeah. One thing about Stan, in, in terms of facing Djokovic, a lot of times, we've seen this before, Djokovic, again, breaks in his first service game. How many times do we see Novak come out, break right away, try to crush the spirit of his opponents? A lot of times he does. Sometimes with the great champions like a Federer, Nadal, or Murray, they'll rally back, but they don't have enough to physically overcome the hole that they've dug themselves in. Mm-hmm. With Stan... He was down early. He rallied back, and he didn't let up. I was I was impressed. Down early in the first set. Fought back to make that set competitive. It's nothing new to see a player fight to get back into a match. A great player fight to get back into a match with Djokovic. But he kept it going. His energy level, his stamina, everything. He was, you know, his power was unrelenting. I, th- I think if you watch Djokovic in that match, his body language, he was surprised that Stan never let up. He's used to guys, he's used to great players coming at him. Okay, there's an energy drop-off, it raises the time. Tennis is a tough sport. Stan was just there for the entire match, mm-hmm. and I don't think Novak was ready for that. And we could talk about the injury and stuff like that, but this was well, a guy, George, that didn't play a lot of matches, a lot of walkovers, even in the Monfils match. He took his timeouts, lost the set, was not Well, that benefits 100%. Djokovic. If he's not 100%, and he's playing guys that retired during the match... Right. That, that, that benefits him. But uh, my point I was he, we never saw him get, in, get in, in prime groove, form. Yes, Get momentum. Right. Yeah. I know rest matters, but I mean, this, we're, we're also talking Stan playing the most minutes <laughs> you know what by I think far bothers, in the tournament. I think what bothers Djokovic that people don't talk about is that fans don't necessarily love Djokovic. They respect Djokovic a lot, but even like in that first set tiebreak, Wawrinka hit, um, I think it was like the first or second point of the tiebreak, and there was a great rally, and Wawrinka hit like a... Yeah, he hit the win. Yeah, the I think point, w- yeah. Uh, Djokovic hit like a backhand, it was like a slice, yeah. and Wawrinka went up to the net and hit just a beautiful shot, and the crowd was like going nuts, because obviously Wawrinka's the underdog, yeah, so everyone, and then, and then the next point, Djokovic hit a shot, a great shot, and then he was kind of like trying to get the crowd like right. riled up for him. And Djokovic knows, like, he's, he's even said it in the past that, like, everyone loves Federer, and he's always like, I don't know why people don't love me. Like, he, he's kind of said okay. that, and I think that bothers him. I, I, I think there's I think there's a truth to that. But the first point would be they did chant his name last night. They the did, when he was stuff. down, the Nole chant. But the that underdog, was almost like yeah, maybe a like sympathy, a sympathy. Yeah. The underdog factor does make a difference. Stands the underdog. At that point, Djokovic, Djokovic was rolling. They wanted to see maybe a good match. It's hard, though, to compare anyone to Fed or even Nadal, how much they're universally loved. Yeah. 
and at a time when, I mean, we've talked about this before, at a time when te- the game of tennis needed stars. When Federer and Nadal came, I mean, I think you mentioned it too, you got into tennis because yeah, of that rivalry. Yeah. So that rivalry meant so much to so many people. Um, well, do we have a Stan Djokovic rivalry now? We might, and I think it's fair to say that Stan is the toughest one-on-one match for Djokovic. Right now, in, in a big match, oh, absolutely. it's Stan. Absolutely. If they, if they play in another Grand Slam final, it, this is a rivalry. We have a rivalry going on. And that, I mean, rivalry just because Warinka keeps beating Djokovic. In, in the big match. In the big head-to-head, match. Head-to-head, Djokovic has a decisive advantage, but... In the mm-hmm. recent years of big matches, you know, it's gone to Stan. And, and all right, we should probably get into the injury right now because yeah, we kind of got let's around talk about Okay, that. so for those of you that weren't aware of this match going on, Stan wins sets two and three, gets up an early break in the third. It's 3-0. And then at that point, Novak starts moving gingerly. Uh, I personally wasn't sure what was wrong with him at the time. It looked like it could be cramping. He was grabbing his groin, mm-hmm. walking gingerly. Uh, he ends up gutting out a service game and then taking an injury timeout at 3-1, not at the changeover, right before Stan was about to serve. They look at him. They take off his sock. They look at his toe. Uh, bleeding. Stan, bleeding. Stan's, obviously Stan's pissed off because it's right before his serve. The coverage on ESPN, which um, was showing the match live, said that they weren't sure what was going on. They think it's cramping. They think the rule's being taken advantage of. All right, there's a lot to digest in that, George. Mm-hmm. What's your initial, what was your initial reaction to what went down? I mean, look, it's a Grand Slam final. I know, you know, look, I'm a soccer player, so I just want to throw that out there. And a lot of people know that in soccer, there's a lot of tactics with injury tactics that you could use to kill time or whatnot. And because what I'm about to say, I guess, kind of relates to that, but I'm not, I don't necessarily think that Djokovic, it was Djokovic's tactic to... to, to quote-unquote, use a Serbian timeout to maybe slow down the momentum of Warinka. But, uh, look, the guy's hurt. If, if, if he can take a medical timeout, then why, 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 what's, so, what's so bad about him taking it? I understand it's right before Warinka serve. Sure, if you ask me, if, if he probably should have done it on the 3-0 changeover, but maybe on that, during his, his service game, Maybe it got worse. And Warinka also had break points during Djokovic's service game. So it's not like Djokovic said, let me serve this out and I'll... I don't think he, like, thought it out that thoroughly, like, in order to... It, I just so, don't think it was a tactic. Okay. You've got to question the system, not his, well, his decision Well, I, I, I think we're in full agreement there that the system is broken in terms of how this works. Um, but you really don't think it was a tactic, taking it right before the guy serves? I mean, that... Look, Djokovic knew he lost. It's but 3-1. He was, he was Not moving. only does he have to win that set, he also needs yes. to force the fifth yeah. and win the fifth to win he the championship. Was, he was Kinda. moving gingerly the first couple points before it got the danger mode threat time. So he could have taken it at 15-love in that game. Well, I, we can debate the validity of the injury, whether it was cramping, which it definitely looked like it wasn't just the toe. Absolutely, it wasn't. Because like you said, he was grabbing there, his groin. And by rule... By rule, cramping oh, is not, is not, should not be should taking not. a break in the middle. So maybe he used this toe as an excuse? Maybe. But then they, there, was, how, there was blood on his toe. But, okay. If there was there blood was on his blood. toe, I understand, like, man up. 
play the match. Man up. There's a lot the we don't know about the severity of the injury, but I have a tough time believing that it wasn't tactic-related. Stan was pretty pissed off, and you had a lot of former tennis players, big-name, big big-time former tennis players, calling BS on what was happening. I'm not going to say that well, Djokovic, Djokovic was completely soft. I mean, he might have been a little soft in that situation, but again, I don't know the severity of the injuries. But I think it was a star player taking advantage of a system. And that needs to change, too, because we saw Dan Evans against Stan not even get a physio timeout because they accused him of cramping. I remember that. But I think if it's Fed, if it's Nadal, if it's Serena on the women's side, they're getting that break. Do you think that... You know, do you think Steve Johnson or, or go further down the depth chart no. is getting no. that flexibility? Probably not. That's the problem. You're yeah. right. That is a bigger problem. It, it's a flaw in the system. And they, you got to get where Stan's coming from, too. Like, he's about to serve for, the, you know, he's up a break. They decide right then and there. Yeah. And I love how the next, what, yeah. right when he's serving, Djokovic has a break <laughs> point and Stan is just furious. Yeah. But, I mean, even if Djokovic had broke him in that game, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, he called the trainer back out at 5-2, which... So you question that as well? During what what happened in those two games? Like, so he did... My question is, he gets taped up. They address the foot problem. Well, he got taped up his, his other foot. That was all <laughs> okay. of a sudden. It was, okay. it was both okay. feet. All right. I just, it was both you know feet. where there's smoke, there's fire. But why not do both then at 3-1 at three when you're taking the time out? I just think the system is ridiculous. I mean, not the just system is not just this type of problem. We can agree on but that you have together. how guys mass cramp, guys and girls mass cramps is they say it's something else, and they get treatment or they come into the they come in with a pre-existing injury, which by rule you should be able to get a timeout for, and mm-hmm. they find a way around it. I just I didn't like it from a fan's perspective because it took away from the drama of a really good match. We're talking about this now instead of. Well, you know what? Maybe next time uh, we should call. Let's, let's call in a fan. Hey, we make a phone call right? to a fan and see what their opinion is on it. But yeah, I mean, and I think it makes you respect guys like Fed and Adal and some and Murray for. I mean, when have they done this? In the middle of a three, with not even a changeover. Well, sir, uh, sir, <laughs> recall jo- Djokovic. This was kind of like old school. Djokovic. I thought the same for thing. Sure. Throwback to the old Djokovic school. Djokovic used to take so many medical timeouts. That was kind of and. And maybe back then that was a tactic, but in, in this scenario, I, I don't necessarily... Sure, maybe it was partially a tactic. I'm not saying that it f- fully wasn't, but I, I do believe him. I do think Djokovic was hurt, and and if you're hurt and you're allowed to take a medical timeout, then why not take right. it? It's a championship match. It's, yeah. you know, there's a lot of money for you on the line, not only money, but pride and, and records. Right. Well... So... Yeah, I mean, I really think this is something where I, I, I just want to—I want a pro's perspective. We got to get some pro on this show. We got to get somebody that <laughs> has lived that life. Just Joke, the let's get Djokovic yeah, on get the Djokovic, show. Let's get Stan. <laughs> let's get Boris. Let's get Leaf Shiras. You know, Leaf. We're all one away from a career slam. Unbelievable. One away. So we got a lot of respect for that guy. We thought it was a rough year, but he's won a major in three straight years now. Yeah, I'm happy for him. I, I like Stan. Stan's oh. a, you know, he seems like a good guy. And I, I love his celebration with pointing to the head. I no, love that. No, I was actually mad that he that. did. Huh? He's, he's trademarked, trademarked that, yeah. Now. I love that. I mean, I was kind of sad that he didn't do it at the end of the match. I was like, do it. Wait, so, I was waiting for it. <laughs> so his coach, he said, I don't know what's happening right now when they present him with the trophy, which is kind of cool. I saw that, yeah. His coach, Magnus Norman, the name of his, his uh, tennis organization is Good to Great which is the most 
poetic, fitting name. Because that's what he did to Stan. Took a good player yeah. and turned him into a great one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of respect for, uh, for that his whole camp. So let's talk Donna about... Vekic, too, oh, yeah. Donna Vekic. Yeah. Let's talk about the women's side now, George, here on the Money Mitch Effect. Um, no Serena Williams in the final for the second straight year, losing in the semis. Carolina Pliskova, Pliskova takes her out. Herbert became number one before she played her semifinal against mm-hmm. Wozniak. He defeated her. And the three-set thriller, Kerber wins her second major of the year. Angelique Kerber down a break in the third set. Two majors this year, losing the major final Wimbledon, one bad major at the French. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, George, this might be the best single year for a female tennis player not named Serena Williams. In what, like 15, 20 years? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think the tennis world has been waiting for kind of a moment for another uh, WTA player to kind of to be the next the next best player besides Serena Williams because she's been so dominant. And um, definitely that number one ranking of her being number one the last since 2013, that was, that was definitely on the back of her mind. Uh, she knew that if she had lost that match, she was going to lose that ranking. And, and it was just more than just winning the U.S. Open. That, that was also an, another added pressure for her. And uh, I'm happy for Kerber. You know, like you said, two Grand Slams, three fi- Grand Slam finals. Right? Yeah. 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 And the Wimbledon loss was pretty close. Two yeah. close sets. Yeah. So, you know, good for Kerber. I'm, I'm happy to see another name. And and we got to see another new a newcomer, Caroline uh, Pliskova. So I like her. So yeah. she'll be around. For Kerber's case, were you worried at all as a general <laughs> tennis fan that maybe there would be a drop-off in the final or even in that semi against Wazi? Uh, getting the number one ranking before, maybe it just gets to her like, okay, I've got number one now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, to be honest, like I, the final was almost like a 50-50 toss-up. And even just looking at the line, Kerber was like minus 160. Like she wasn't even a huge Crazy. favorite. Yeah, she wasn't a huge favorite at all. Now that was a rematch of the Cincinnati women's Where final. Where Pliskova had beat her. Where rolled her. Yeah. But we all know it's well, a that, different. That, that's a factor, now, yeah. But I was impressed with Kerber all year, how consistent she was. She added some new shots to her arsenal. The forehand up the line was a killer. Her backhand was pretty legit as well. Pliskova gave her a match. Kerber went in the first set pretty handily. Uh, but I just think what Kerber was able to do, weather the storm rally, show a lot of heart and resolve, it doesn't surprise me that at age 28, you know, she's now the oldest first time number one player in the world on the women's side. First German number one since Steffi Graft, and first lefty, lefty left-handed player since Monica Sellis. Hmm. But Kerber's consistency and the way the women's game is going, where the, the youth movement isn't quite there yet, it doesn't surprise me that a player like her, I'm not going to say I predicted it, but a player like her can put it all together and become number one if Serena's game comes down a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, Kerber, the, the, the difference between her and uh, how she's playing now and how she played a few years back is she's way more fit now. And you can right. even see it just by looking at her. You know, she's she's definitely shed a few pounds. She's ripped. Yeah, you know, and, and that's a huge factor. You know, back then, no one ever would have predicted Kerber to be number one. Even John McEnroe said it. Yeah, it's funny and, about um, McEnroe is he, he listed last year like six oh, yeah. women that he thinks could beat Serena and Kerber wasn't, wasn't even, on, even the on the list. Wow. He owned up to it, you know. it's yeah. None of us were on that. Track. Oh, no, you know, and... And, uh, you know, uh, Pliskova had her chances in the third set of 3-1. And a uh, great big serve. You know, tall, 
lanky. You know, I like, I like, I definitely like her style. Very sure, Povas. I did call her going yeah. to the semis. So you did? No, I did. that's you I did, got yeah. that one right. Dude. But that was just because I looked at her draw. I definitely didn't expect her to like beat Serena. That was the Red yeah. Redwanska area, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was. Well, let's get in. So, Pliskova, you mentioned the serve. And beating Serena, Serena with the best serve in women's tennis history, you need a big serve to even have a chance. Oh. Pliskova, you could argue right now, has the second best serve on tour. And the way she Absolutely. served against Serena, that was the best on tour. It was... She served better than Serena. It's oh yeah, crazy to say that out loud. And I yeah, absolutely. And then not only and not only her serves, but just uh, even all the medium rallies that they were playing, and and uh, she was just really hitting, striking the ball with with great power. And that's we all know that's the only way you can beat Serena. You got to get the first set. You got to get the first set. We know that. Oh, yeah. um, but to me, and everyone will talk about how the match ended on the double fault. But at five five in the second set tiebreak. It's supposed to give a serve. She chunks the first one. Second serve coming up. Pretty weak. We all know what Serena does to second serves. She tags it, tees off on it. Pliskova gets it back and finds a way to win that point. That, to me, was the point of the match from a tennis standpoint. Because that's 99% of the, against 99% of WTA players, Serena wins that point. Oh. But Pliskova wins it, puts the pressure on Serena, and then she double faults and loses. I mean... We got to talk about if she choked there, if there was an injury factor. It seems like she was beat up. I didn't, of course you know injury. me, I'm not, uh, yeah. You well, know, I think we're sluggish. She looks sluggish. And I agree I agree with her on this perspective, but, George. She should not and did not use the fact that she played last night and the, the night before in a three-set match. Everybody plays the day before on the tennis tour. Uh, oh, yeah. You yeah. can't use that as and, an excuse. Well, she even said it in her post-game yeah. so show. I, yeah, I, she I was like, I'm a professional tennis player. Right. I shouldn't be... Playing on the WTA. <laughs> if you're not in shape. Exactly. And that was that was a great answer. But and she picked why the early match. Why was she using match? a towel? I don't, I don't did you, know. Did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, I did. Was, did. was she doing that, like, in the other matches? I did. Or I, I, she was just, like, yeah. wiping her hands on her skirt. And, yeah. It and then human. finally she used the towel, like, towards the end. But that was just maybe She actually had the choice of when to compete. She wanted the early match. Oh, um, oh which really? Which was her choice. Oh. But here's what I'll say. I, I don't like when any athlete kind of builds in the injury. Oh, it no. seemed a little built into her answers in some of the press conference questions where she talked about her knee. And I, I'm not saying she wasn't hurt and it didn't affect her she wasn't losing. Hurt. She wasn't hurt. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think she got beat fair and square. She could have been, but, but she I, even I don't kind like, of said it. I don't like discussing the Well, injury. I mean, what, yeah, so all of a sudden she right. had a knee injury in the second round that's being brought up now. I know. I, that's I don't ridiculous. Like I, I, don't like I, in this era, it's always about... If you if a great player loses, all of a sudden there's an injury. All of a sudden. Well, Serena has gotten a lot better, but in early in her career, she was the queen of uh, I didn't I, I beat myself. Okay, so mm-hmm. maybe she, I don't like that answer at all, and that's what she, that's how she used to answer questions. And I just well, if she plays in any tournament at the, the yeah, remaining of the year, then she's not injured. Right. She should shut it yeah. down if she if she has any yeah. issue. Well, that's what I was going to ask might. you as okay. we wrap this up. Do you think Serena's going to play? Again this year? Yeah, she didn't play it again last year after losing I in the remember Open. That. Does she play again? She does have the motivation of maybe trying to catch Kerber to be number one again. I think she'll play. You yeah. Think so yeah, if for Kerber, that reason, I don't. I don't think if she Kerber wants wins to. in Tokyo. I think their their next she'll tournament play. is. If Kerber wins play. the next tournament, it's going to be very hard for anybody to I, catch her. I hope she plays because I want to see a rematch between them two somehow. Kerber's got the confidence. Oh yeah, Kerber's great. So we should talk uh, here on the Money Mitch Effect before we wind episode five down about this U.S. Open. It was a good tournament, not just in the final, in the final four. 
George, let's talk about some overall winners and losers. Who who did you like from the winning standpoint of you know making runs, doing something to help their stock, you know, going forward into the end of the season and into twenty seventeen? Um, my favorite, I think uh, I'm gonna have to go with Del Potro. I think I was really that's great, yeah. really pleased with uh, his uh, his result as playing playing tough and not getting hurt, thankfully, and making it all the way to the quarterfinals and giving Stan a decent first two sets until he ran out of gas. But, but that was a great moment, I think, for the, uh, the sport. And you even saw it at the end of the match when he was losing. And right. the fan was give, uh, fans were giving him a standing ovation for just achieving you know, the gold medal at the Olympics and making it all the way to the quarterfinals, showing, showing the tennis world that he can still play and uh, that if he doesn't get hurt, he'll he'll be he'll if be he back. Works he'll be around. Fitness a little bit. Uh, yeah, well, yeah he's come. just getting back to. Yeah, uh, I thought that, it was that was good. cool. Because this draw, I mean, we talked about him as a potential quarterfinalist. There wasn't the big name in there. Yeah. There's a lot of competitive tennis players: Stevie Johnson, mm-hmm. David Ferrer, uh, uh, team, team as well. Team, yeah. And he lost to the eventual champ. <laughs> like it wasn't oh, like you know. Exactly. It looks a lot yeah. better now than it did a couple days ago Absolutely. because it was the eventual champ. And I, I agree with you. Uh, for a winner. On the female side, Puskova, we, we talked about her winning wow. a Masters. That was her first quarterfinal appearance in a major. Mm-hmm. She follows up Cincinnati by going to the finals. Oh, yeah, great story there. Um, Puskova. Yeah, you know, and the women's side, George, you know, there was a couple girls that got pretty far that maybe they can build upon it. You know, we've seen some flash in the Kanta? pan before. Not even, <laughs> just missed out on Kanta. Well, she lost to Puskova, right? Yeah. So yeah. Give her credit. Give her credit there. <laughs> How about uh, Lucas Puy? Lucas Puy, yeah. Another quarterfinal for the young Frenchman. Yeah. Um, good for him. You know, he got he he definitely got uh, a bit drained after beating Nadal, and I think it showed during the yeah. Monfi match. But because it's he tough. Has a future. I mean, it's tough when you when those big matches and have to come out and play. You know, shortly thereafter, Kaney Shikori. I, I want to put him on the good side, if only for the fact that. Andy Murray has just owned him pretty oh, much yeah. his entire career. And he came back from he two sets back to one from down. two sets to one and win. So I don't know what that means. And again, he lost the eventual champ. People will still say, you know, he can't win the big one, but he's losing the guys that end up winning the tournaments. I think that's pretty good. Well, and you know what? Um, I, I would I would say probably Nishikori in his camp. They're probably pretty pleased, though, with what, yeah. he, what he did and beating Nish- uh, beating Murray. Even in the stand match, he showed to heart. Like, he came back. He obviously wasn't, wasn't all there. Lost to the eventual champion, too. Yeah. Who was uh, the uh, quarterfinalist that uh, was unseated, made a run, beat Redwanska? I'm drawing uh, a uh, uh, Kanja. Yeah, the that's ne- good. Uh, from Netherlands. Yeah, and that was the girl that was who, a good yeah, I mean, she's, she's been coming up. and No, okay. Power now, hitter. Power hitter. And she lost to Pliskova. And uh, Svetostova, yeah, right? That's the other one? Svetostova, yeah. She was. She played uh, Wozniacki. Oh, another one. Was, I mean, we got to put Wozniacki uh, on there, yeah. too. I mean, this is a... That was fun. That was a fun run. Wozniacki dropping all the way down into the 70s and getting to the semi. Is it good for her? I mean, she's not... I don't know that she'll ever win a major, but she should, with the game she has, be at least top 20 consistently. Well, I think what was different about her in this tournament is... Wozniacki's always been notorious to be a defensive player. I wasn't and, sure where you were going with that. Uh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, she did turn uh, yeah, the you know, she, she, she turned on some, uh, a little bit of attack mode, I think, and that, that's what made her probably make the semis because she kind of 
she she started attacking when uh, when she needed to, and I yeah. think uh, she played well. Big Her over, defense has always been great. Big so. win over Kuzi in the second round, I think. Yeah, second round. And that's round. the same girl that beat Wazi in the Wimbledon, like first round. So that was good for. Well, okay. All right, losers. Um, and it, I'll start with this, George, because. If it wasn't for how he lost his last match, he'd probably been on the winning side of the, on the winners. Monfils. The Monfils. Yeah. I mean, I, first of all, great that he made the semis. Great that he got all the way there. But Bad I'll, I'll hear. Okay, semis. let's because you were you were more right than I was on. He hasn't really changed that much. Same what was your story. reaction to what happened in the Djokovic semifinal? Match? I was pissed, honestly, yeah. and I was. Um, I remember I was arguing with a friend uh, through through text message, and I was like. I was basically, no, I was pissed because, you know, a lot of people pay a lot of money to go and watch a great match. And the last thing you want to do is practically see a guy start tanking. But then after he starts tanking, he almost realizes that it was working and he was getting in Djokovic's head. So he keeps on doing it. And then all of a sudden, a 5-0 set turns into 5-3 double break point for him to get back on serve, which was like... It was it was crazy, and even when they asked Djokovic after the match, they're like, "How would you describe this this match?" And he's like, "Weird." He just says oh, weird yeah. because, and Djokovic, you could tell he was getting pissed too, because he was like, looking across the net, saying, "Come on, man! Like, are you really gonna be playing? You want to win like this? You want to yeah. win like that? You're talking about Djokovic taking a medical timeout in the fourth set oh, yeah. during a championship match, but." It's okay for him to do that, but Monfi to no, I, to play and win like that—that's. I think he can It's unprofessional. Things, yeah, it, it's unprofessional, so, and it sucks for for a fan. I'm not gonna disagree with a lot of what you said. It's childish. It's, it's that's little, the word that's, to use. That's a good way to put it. Um, I know that it was like it's, it's human miserable out there. Okay, we, we we can establish that, and I'm even willing to, you know, concede that. When you play against a player like Djokovic turning it on, even if you're a top 10 player, you might not know what to do. You might, your, your game plan might just be ripped to shreds in the first set. Um, it looked to me like Mumphies didn't know what to do, so he just disengaged. Which, I think there's a distinct difference between, say, what uh, Jill Simone did in Australia, taking Joker to five, where he turned into a pusher, just getting everything back. That's okay. Big difference to me because Big if you difference. watch both those two sets side by side, you'll see Simone still running around, but just not taking chances. Big difference. Big difference. Yeah. And that's okay. That's, that's okay that's to a tactic. do. That's a tactic. Because I've done that before in tennis where I'm playing someone, and, and I'm like, you know what? You just, you I'm like, I yeah. can't figure this yeah, guy so out. I'm just gonna get so play. I'm just going to let him make mistakes, and I'm just going to play defensive. The worst part of what Monfils did, in my opinion, was how he was lining up on serves. How he was just nonchalantly swinging oh, yeah. his racket on the shots. Rude. You can take all tactics away. I just, you know what, dirt. I'm childish is a good way to put it. I'll I'll go a step further. He, it's very front runner like, because when he's winning, he's feeling good, he's dancing. But when he's losing, that's you know he's gonna it's, like childish. Like he's just, gonna, he's just gonna he's just gonna disengage. I'm sure if I'm his coach, I would definitely give it to him after right. that match. I would just. There's no, there's no shame in <laughs> trying your hardest and get killed by Djokovic, who's one of the best of all yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, it, it's more. It's see, yeah. the thing is, it's, it's not even, it's not even about the fans and making right. sure that they're enjoying the tennis. It's more about personal dignity. It's right. like about respect out of yourself, knowing that you tried your best to beat 
the number one player or a guy that you clearly can't beat, you got to do something else. That's not the right yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to beat a guy like that. Right. Sure, it worked for three games. Whatever, end of the match, who won? Djokovic. Yeah. Djokovic was the one smiling. So he Djokovic, was. as mad as he was, deep down he knew that a win would just shut him up anyway. So and that's exactly what he did. Um, let's go to some other losers. i got to bring your boy up, Nadal. Mm. Although I, you could argue that him and Roger Federer were winners by Djokovic not getting the slam 13 and <laughs> delaying his climb to catch them. Yeah, and the doll, choke, choke. I mean, break we, in the we, he's set. good, but yeah, I mean, that's, uh, man. That. Are uh, we going to see him? Are we going to see him in a major semi again? Yeah. Again? semi yeah, again? major semi, yeah. I think Other so. than the French Open? Yeah, I think you okay. can see him in there. Yeah. You know, I just, uh, the thing with Nadal is I think... Watching him play, he has to, it's almost like he's building, he's giving every ounce of energy to make a run, to make a run at a major, to get to that position. Sometimes it's tough to watch, because remember how easy it was for him to just at least get to the Final Four. And now he's having to grind out more and more, and we know about the effect that it has on his body, because he plays such an intense style. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I, was little, I was a little concerned with his press conference, because it sounded like he was reflecting a little bit. When he said, you know, I'm, I'm trying, the guy played better than me, it just wasn't there, I'm going to try to make it there. You know, I just, we've seen athletes. I didn't have a chance to, to watch yeah. that, but it's the same story. Athletes uh, get old and it well, sucks, yeah. it sucks, he's, man. He's been reflecting for a little yeah. while now. I think he's waiting for his, his moment to get back to turn this all around. Right. And I think he could do it. I still think he can. Right. Uh, I'm curious. Next year is definitely the make or break year for him. It, 31 next year. It, yeah, I think uh, if, he, if he can start off the year strong, we can maybe see him make a little run. If we see him losing early in tournaments, I think that's it. And I can't see Nadal playing more than a year and a half, two, two, no, more, no more than two years. Right. Some other losers, uh, Muguruza, mm. Milos Ranić. Milos, These are yeah. two players on the men's and women's tours that we thought, okay, Garbini won the French, Milos Wimbledon final. They get bounced early. You know, maybe they're banged up, but we can't use that as an excuse every time a top player loses all their yeah, injured. The, the Mallorcans. Yeah. Uh, Muguruza was not injured. She no, she just played bad. She needs to work on the, her mental, the mental side of her game because she's, uh, she's not mentally tough, and I think her winning a Grand Slam, she's not really used to the pressure of her always having to win. So she's a good player. I think she'll continue to grow, and uh, we'll see some good things from her, I think, next year. Team, I'm worried that he played a little too much tennis this year. Well, he's, he's played seen, the most tennis out of anybody. Yeah, he's got, he's got to figure out how to keep himself. I mean, he's, he looked great up until the French Open semis. It's been a rough second half of the year. Uh, he's just got to find a way to manage, you know, the energy he outputs. Um, Grigor Dimitrov, you know, we thought maybe he'd be back, but it's tough to be, break through. Murray handled him. Yeah, but this was a success for him. You think so? I, okay. I, absolutely. He's been playing so He's been losing in first, well, second round. I guess, that's, I guess from where he was, it's a success. The, what, yeah. Fourth round? That's yeah, where he, fourth round. Yeah, and him to make it to the fourth round was already surprising to me. He took a set off, uh, oh no, he got rolled by Murray, right? It was one, two, and two. And I'll wrap it by saying another biggest loser is... Uh, American tennis, not named Serena or Venus Williams, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, American tennis? You're saying, <laughs> a loser. Oh, a loser, yeah. Oh, I mean, other, Venus had a nice run losing to Puskova, who then beat Serena. Um, 
Yeah, Isner, Johnson goes out early, Sock wins, and then gets rolled. No surprise there at all. You know. What were you expecting? No, I, I know. We, but we know. We know it's going to be a little while until yeah. uh, until Taylor Fritz starts dominating. Yeah. So. Tommy Paul, Taylor Fritz. Yep. The Taylor. next generation. Okay. Well, we'll wrap the Money Mitch effect with uh, some moments. Anything fun, odd, interesting that you liked about this U.S. Open or didn't like? How you remember uh, it? Well, I mean, you know, we kind of just... A little bit, talked about it a bit, yeah. a standing ovation for Delpo. Uh, that, that, that individual moment right, that was, was great. about to lose was pretty cool, tearing up. Moment, Monfi not trying. Everyone yeah. will always kind of remember that. I was going to kick out of Dan Evans against Stan. When match oh, point yeah. against Stan, by the way. Yeah, crazy. They wouldn't give him the physio timeout. And then he comes he out, cramping. wins a great point, starts pointing at his cap, and he's like, crap, yeah, yeah. crap. That was just, he's not a star player. He doesn't get the call. That was great. And uh, Pui, when that match went into the tiebreaker, just the reaction uh, that the crowd Pui. was going... Who's face? Yeah. His face when he won. That was cool. Yeah, good, definitely memorable. Yeah. Definitely, definitely some good um, matches. Serena Halep was a good match too. I was, I'll remember Halep's fight, and I think, I don't want to call her a winner because she only did get to the quarterfinals, but she showed a lot more heart than she normally does against Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. It was she interesting. It was an odd tournament. There was a lot of yeah. injuries. There was a lot of upsets early. I think these Murray going down a niche. Niche's yeah. win. That was a huge moment. Yeah, that was big. You know. And these Grand Slams, uh, I think they're only going to get odder as yeah. we go on because we're slowly seeing these new guys coming out. Nishikori's like really making yeah. his making his uh, making a name out there for himself. And uh, get through past the thirty pluses, you know, or yeah, twenty you know, thirty year olds. Warenka is a 31. top player now, you know. Joker's so. twenty nine. Yeah. Um, last last note question, George, Serena and Djokovic, they each won three slams last year. How would you rate their year this year? We're talking two finals. We're talking two majors for Joker, three major finals. Serena, it was all three. It was three major finals and two majors as well. Good year, bad year. I mean, their standards are a lot higher than most of the world. Yeah, I mean, if they, <laughs> yeah. if they don't yeah. win all four, then they're what? It's a disappointment. It's I mean, the old Federer and Nadal years. You no, know? it's an outstanding yeah. year for them, and and uh, sure, they can. They probably regret a few things. Djokovic. Losing the first round at the Olympics, uh, Serena losing yet again at the U.S. Open, not not tying the, the, the Steffi Graf's record at twenty three. So I think overall, though, that's a if you win two Grand Slams and you make three finals, what do you think? That's a good year. That's a good year. That's a good year, no doubt. You know. Put, I'd ask Federer that right. when during his prime, and if, if he wins two Grand Slams, that's a great year. These, yeah. these tennis is a you know grueling sport where. It's tough, you know, tough on the body. So it's, uh, yeah, I so, think it's good. So that's going to do it for the Money Mitch effect. Uh, we will be back at some point. You know, tennis still rolls along to the end of the year. Fantasy football. Oh, yeah. We just had our week one in our league. So oh, yeah, that's a whole other podcast. It's a whole other one. It's a lot of, <laughs> Thanks for having me again. Yeah, no problem, Money. George. We're going to keep it going uh, later on this week. Got some other topics to discuss. Thanks for listening. Money Mitch effect. Mitch Michaels signing out for today.